All right. Welcome. My name is Daniel Franco Villa, and you know that because you're listening to my podcast, which you probably found from my website or my social media. But thank you so much for listening. I'm super uh, ready and excited to be starting a brand new year, a brand new decade. Uh, but there's more than enough content online about starting a new decade and a new year. So I won't get into uh, 2020 other than um, this is my podcast. I'm uh, not starting anything new with it at the moment, but I'm going to be posting uh, episodes as ideas come up. And uh, one time, you know, time permits to reflect on something or share something. Uh, I post similar content on my blog. Uh, and I will be getting into a bit about my website and my blog on this episode. So thank you so much for listening. All right. So on this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about personal branding, but the theme of the episode is not personal branding. There's more than enough uh, episodes about that on my show and on my blog. I used to be involved in one of the biggest personal branding conferences in the country. And uh, I feel like I'm overloaded and oversaturated with that content. And also, uh, over the years, people have told me, at least some people, they don't really like the term personal branding. They're not a huge fan of personal branding because they believe that obviously a brand is for a company or an organization and a person is a person. Uh, But on that note, uh, I did one of the... To kick off the new year, uh, I did take action on my quote-unquote personal brand after about six and a half years of running my agency uh, and over 13 years running my nonprofit organization. uh, I definitely had a personal uh, brand online. Obviously, this podcast is under my name, but I never built a proper official personal website. And I was reading uh, the day that I actually relaunched my personal website, which was New Year's Day. I was reading about how, you know, this year or 2020 will be the year of personal websites. And I think that's the case because more and more people are realizing that there's so many social networks. There's new ones emerging. There's ones that are falling off. It's quite difficult for people to create content for all these networks at once. Uh, And search is a big thing. SEO is huge. Um, People can look up your name and you don't have full control when it's just, you know, your profile on LinkedIn or some old, old, old article that you were featured in uh, or a list or a run that you did. Maybe a lot of people's names are listed in like, you know, their 5K that they ran years ago. And so a personal website is actually becoming more and more relevant. It was super popular, uh, you know, at least a decade ago or or earlier, but now uh, it's really emerging and uh, everyone has a need or could have a use for, I will say, uh, a personal website or a homepage. Um, So I, to clarify, I've had a landing page at danielfrancovilla.com, which is my full name.com, uh, for quite some time. I mean, I used to use something called Google Pages, I believe it was, which was for websites way back in the day 
when I first purchased my domain, um, I actually had, you know, a business card with my name on it back in high school, I believe. They weren't very good, but I started to learn uh, in, in a Comtech class at school and I created my own business card and printed them out at Staples or something. So what did I have on my personal website? Well, I didn't have much of a bio at the time. People always often uh, say they have nothing to write about or they don't want to write about themselves or talk about themselves. But for me, because I was becoming a creative entrepreneur um, and I had a nonprofit organization ever since I was in grade 10, I actually launched a personal website and a personal brand. Well, not so much a personal brand, but the personal brand was built over these last 14 years or so where I've been doing work that involves some type of public presence. So again, they say that a personal brand is what people say about you when you're not there, or what people think about when your name comes up online, right? And for me at the time, I was a student. I called myself a student, an activist, maybe a designer, uh, potentially at the time. I hadn't even started at school for graphic design yet. But I was doing a lot of nonprofit work, and so that was all in my bio. As always, my website eventually turned into a little bit of a profile with my uh, with my outdated, very outdated personal bio, and some articles on my blog, which at the time was through Google's Blogger, and I had a blog, you know, Blogspot address. I believe that service is still live, but. Uh, Definitely, there's been a number of platforms, obviously WordPress going straight to number one uh, in terms of blogs, and then even Squarespace adding the ability for blogs now are uh, very quickly overtaking the old good old days of blogging on Google. So with that little messy intro side, uh, I wanted to dive into my new website and explain exactly what that is and why I did it. Right before explaining the new website, I will mention that having had an online presence for over 14 years, uh, possibly a little bit longer uh, in terms of a public one, you know, post MySpace days and friends there and things like that, um, I did have quite a bit of content online, uh, both through articles and through things that I've been part of, initiatives and uh, my own organizations and websites over the years. So before I went ahead and fully did the relaunch of my personal brand, uh, my personal website, sorry, I did a lot of cleaning up. I did a lot of resetting passwords, redirecting old domain names. Now, I had several websites for my, uh, my freelancing business before I started my agency. I had older blogs for the nonprofit organization that I run. Um, I had domains for specific events or one-off things, even things like portfolios for when I was in uh, design school at OCAD. I had a few cool domains that I thought would be useful later, such as OCADgrad.com. But again, never really used that, never promoted it. Um, I believe I did have it on display once at my thesis uh, exhibit at the grad show. But again, it's now called OCAD U, OCAD University, and 
I don't go around telling everyone I'm an OCAD grad. So I had quite a bit of domains. Uh, some of them were, again, even just from my academic portfolio. And uh, all of these things do come up in search. And of course, it's great to have an updated, consolidated presence because realistically, uh, I am in the business of marketing. I do have uh, people that Google me to see if I'm legit or credible or what exactly I've been up to. And it's important that uh, every once in a while you clean up your online presence. So for the start of the new decade, um, I spent about a day and a half going through, like I said, redirecting some stuff, taking some stuff down altogether. Um, you can also, you know, you don't have to delete everything. But you can hide or unpublish certain things. So, for example, on, on my main blog, which was uh, a separate domain name, I marked every single post as uh, private or unpublished uh, as a draft. And uh, in the header, I put a link to my new website. So, uh, again, that was the first phase, which is doing a cleanup and an audit of what is out there under your name. So previously for my personal website, I had been using a service called flavors.me. Uh, the founders of that eventually decided to shut that service down. And I then switched over to a service called about.me, which is pretty common. Um, I had the site on there, but of course it was my personal name.com, which would uh, take you to that website. And what was great about that site is... Um, you could, you know, very easily add buttons and logos and icons for all the different services out there, all the different social media platforms, blogging platforms, and of course, links to your actual website. So most recently, I had a bit of a brief, a super brief intro on there, brief bio, not a full bio, with links to my blog, my company, my nonprofit, uh, and my podcast, for example, plus some social networks. So that was great so far, um, but really it wasn't getting me much traction. There's no SEO there. When people search my name, they kind of see a blank, you know, danielfrancavilla.com. There's not much content on that website. And also, a thing to note is it's using a, a third-party service. So it's not actually using a website. It's using um, essentially like a profile on a social network, right? About.me gives you your own page. And you ultimately don't have control over that. Like flavors.me or flavors.fm, I don't even remember which one it was, they shut down, right? So again, I didn't have the choice as to whether my content stays or goes and what to do with my website afterwards. So I went ahead and built a new website the quickest way I knew how, which was through Squarespace. I've only ever used Squarespace for one of my own initiatives um, for access. Uh, we were getting a custom website built a couple years back and things weren't working out. We needed a smooth solution so we ended up going with Squarespace. Now Squarespace is not free but again you don't always have to look for free in this case. You're looking for something that represents you, your brand, your personal brand. You don't have to opt for the free version. And it doesn't mean you have to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars. So with this new website, 
uh, because I had an email tied to danielfrancovilla.com, I didn't want to mess up the settings with that. Um, and I also didn't want to have any gaps or transitions where the site was down or the email was down. So what I did was I registered a new domain name and I connected it through Squarespace. Super, super, super convenient process. When you're in Squarespace, yes, you can get a free domain with your hosting package or with your Squarespace fee. But what was really interesting or easy for me was you can actually connect your GoDaddy account and a number of other domain providers right inside Squarespace. You can actually connect with your domain company, select the domain you want, and it will automatically update the settings for that particular domain. Now I have well over a hundred domain names in my GoDaddy account. And of course there's a manual process to adjust the settings for all of those, but to avoid any issues and to make it super quickly for the first time, I did it with Squarespace's feature. Now, you know, someone who's in web development or who's a developer might think Squarespace is super, uh, super lame and, and simple. And But in this case, uh, because I have uh, an idea of what I want and I have an eye for design, I can apply those things to Squarespace and not have to worry. And the technology stuff was seamless, which allowed me to set it up completely within one day. And then I took another day to two days after getting uh, some more input and some more content together to actually finish the content. And now finally, what is the actual content on my website? Well, again, instead of it being danielfrancovilla.com, which that domain, of course, still sets you up, still takes you to the same website. I made a new domain called Daniel Does. Now I have danieldoes.co, danieldoes.ca, danieldoes.work. But also with danieldoes.co, uh, I wanted to play off of the idea of an alliteration, of course, which I love, Daniel and Does. Um, but the idea is that this is everything Daniel does. And the idea that if I make sub pages, for example, Daniel does marketing or Daniel does design. I could have those domains. Um, I can have the URL work that way. So Daniel does dot co slash design. Daniel does dot co is the site that I, uh, the domain that I linked directly into Squarespace. So it's not a redirect link, which means that when you click on the pages, they're all under that one domain. Um, and danielfrancovilla.com again, will forward to this new site. So that's still there from an SEO perspective. Working on this homepage, I didn't just want to start with a bio. And so I came up with my new description, a new intro to myself, because what am I, right? You have to think about that with your personal brand and your sentence. A lot of people these days are more than one thing. They're not just the designer. They're not just an entrepreneur. They're not just a student. They are maybe all of those things and more, right? So um, I ended up with my new bio, which is, uh, sorry, my new headline or intro, which is a creative strategist, consultant, speaker, and mentor 
making a positive impact. So I got the descriptive word creative, but I also used four different actual roles or you know duties, strategist, consultant, speaker, mentor. And then what is it that I actually do? Make a positive impact. And of course, that doesn't say any of the, the actual exact services that I provide or what type of consulting or what type of strategy or what do I mentor people on or who do I mentor. But that's the whole point of this intro. The rest of the website, you will find out about that. Again, previously on my homepage, all I did was link to my company. And a lot of people do this. But uh, what's interesting these days with a personal brand is, uh, you know, you can become a resource yourself, a go-to expert. And go-to expert. There are all kinds of solopreneurs, but also founders who have skills to offer and they can serve businesses outside of their own business. So for example, you could have an app in the food space, but you're also really great at digital content. Well, guess what? You can also offer that service through your own personal brand if it doesn't make sense to do so through your food app, which it wouldn't. On my uh, website, I have a bit of an intro about my bio, and I took the opportunity, again, after doing this for almost 14 years of having my own nonprofit and my own business throughout that period and freelancing, I never really had any testimonials on my site. So I took to some of my contacts on LinkedIn, took some existing recommendations from there and reached out to people and asked them about a recommendation for my website. This is something that a lot of people forget to do, especially in certain industries. And it does, you know, often feel uncomfortable and, you know, feel like you're asking the wrong question or you're asking for something for a favor, but really it's super easy to return the favor. You can, uh, give that same person a recommendation on your own. You can send them a nice thank you, whatever it is. It's a great way to reconnect with someone and strengthen your network and show people what you've done. Let other people speak about you instead of you just speaking about yourself. So for the testimonials, I needed to focus on different industries. So I have one uh, focused on my nonprofit work that I've helped where I've helped students and youth with their nonprofits. And I have one focusing on not only the agency, but also me as a individual creative professional and entrepreneur. And that was really important because again, this is not a website for my agency. This is a website for the personal brand. Next, I talk about my two business, sorry, my two main uh, ventures, which is the agency, now creative group, and the nonprofit access. I put an updated blurb to describe both of those, saying when each was founded and linked to their separate websites. Showed some photos of me in action because, again, the only way for someone to find those would be scrolling through various social media platforms. And that's it for the homepage, besides another testimonial and a button to find out more about what I do or to contact me. Very new thing for me personally was to add a services page. Again, previously all of my services were only through the agency. And so uh, in this case, I was able to uh, pull out some of the services I've been doing already 
a lot of times, again, this is not necessarily through Access or through Now Creative Group or through any of my other contracts. This is you hiring me directly. So I broke my services into four categories. The first one, which is, again, new to be promoted, is strategy and consulting. Obviously, I've worked on all kinds of projects from rebranding to team structure, organizational things, crowdfunding, all that. And that's included all types of organizations. And so strategy and consulting is a category. It actually leads just to an email where you can reach out. The next one is speaking and facilitation. Again, I've always done speaking engagements and workshops, but I've never marketed it as a service or as an offering. So in this case, I explained everything. You know, I speak about topics from personal branding like this podcast uh, episode, uh, youth entrepreneurship, nonprofit marketing, and I actually gave a few options as to what are the typical engagements like. Workshop facilitation is one, keynote speaking, panel discussions or moderating a panel, which I love doing, or judging a pitch competition or a hackathon, which I also do pretty often. And for that, instead of just having a contact button, I actually created an entire speaking plus request page where you can fill out some details there because often I'll get these emails come in through either now or LinkedIn or through access and it's more difficult to address those on a one-on-one basis but through this form I can easily control those and the next category is program development again this is new here because usually uh, in the past people would ask me questions about program development or ask me to work on a program development through my nonprofit side uh, which is through access again you can't really hire access to do that we are a nonprofit uh, who serves other nonprofits we can advise you on that but program development as a service especially if it's outside of the industries that access serves um, I decided to take that out here and I've definitely done some program development uh, in the last year or two uh, developing custom programs for you know creatives some some for at-risk use some for high school students or elementary school students and of course for program development these are completely custom so that one there is new and lastly the fourth option is creative direction now creative direction is my main function at now creative group other than uh, all the other aspects that come with running an agency so um i spoke a little bit about uh you know how i got there i started studying graphic design at ocad got into freelance design then i went into branding and digital marketing and social media along the way and uh, launched this you know overall agency but um the contact point there is not me it is actually taking you to the now creative group website where you can hire uh sorry you can learn about us and if you did want to work with us you would reach out directly to our agency there and our team and not just through my personal email Uh, Again, at the very bottom of the page, you have to have a general contact info because you can't expect someone to read in depth about each and every one of your offerings. A lot of times people go to a website and the first thing they do is they want to click contact, right? Now, in addition to that, my call to action is actually to book a call. And I do have, um, I have been doing strategy calls the last three months of the year from small business month in October, 2019, 
all the way through to January. I've done a number of strategy calls, free strategy sessions. Um, but I also have just regular phone call booking now that I've opened up because when it comes to something like speaking or consulting, people really want to hear from you as the individual person. There's, you know, a trust factor. Uh, and sometimes it's really hard to get someone's contact info. So I just made it easy to book a call. And then the last section on my website is a blog feature, which again, for a blog, um, you know, Squarespace does offer a blog currently, but right now I'm using the platform medium.com for my blog. It has an app as well. It's super simple to work with. And I love medium because you can follow everyone else's blogs, just like you can follow someone on, you know, Instagram or Twitter, for example. Um, and there's also the feature where you can interact, such as, you know, responding to someone's blog in your own blog or clapping or bookmarking these collections of posts. So medium.com, as I kind of mentioned earlier, that's where I do host my uh, a lot of my blog content and things that I have discussed right here on the podcast. I recently wrote a uh, article about starting the year simpler then making resolutions and plans, um, thinking about what you want for the year, asking for simple questions. So you can check that out on the blog if that's something you're interested in. Thank you so much for listening to that long explanation of my website. Um, the whole point of this is to explain the process and letting people know that, you know, it's not a huge, huge undertaking to launch a personal website. And that I do believe a lot of people should have a personal website entering into this new decade because you really can't control what happens with any of the social networks and you want to capitalize, uh, sorry, you're not capitalize. You want to own your own presence, your own name. You don't want to leave it up to whatever random things can come up in search. Some of which can be people that are the same name as you, but are not you. Right, winding down from that super quick but lengthy explanation of my personal branding process and my my new website for 2020. Um, if you have any questions about the website process or what it means to have a personal brand, what type of content you should put on there, feel free to reach out to me directly. You can find all of my social media links, uh, the main ones, and my blog directly through danielfrankavilla.com or of course even easier to spell danieldoes.co uh, or .ca <laughs> and you can find uh, a little bit of uh, the background on some of my other personal branding content there as well um, I'm here to answer any questions and as I mentioned you can book a call with me through the website as well if you feel like it too thank you so much for listening if you made it this far and I hope to be on here again soon.